Welcome to Never End the Story, a rewatch podcast where we watch the movies of our childhood, along with Tepper, a grown man who's never seen them before. I'm your host, Ivan, freed from the shackles of self-obligation. <laughs> uh, I'm Chris, and I'm tired of fussing and fighting. I'm Shauna, and I'm crazy for keratin. And I'm Tepper. This week, we'll be watching The Indian in the Cupboard, directed by Frank Oz, released in 1995. Lynn Reed Banks uh, wrote her original novel as a bedtime story for her son, Omri. Chris and I brought this movie to us this week. Why? This had a really cool VHS. (laughs) 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 Did did, did you remember that, Ivan? Did you have it on tape? I'm trying to remember. It might have been one of the many that was recorded off TV. Oh, you were robbed if if, you, if this was recorded off TV. <laughs> I have a vague recollection, so maybe like my babysitter owned it on VHS. Anyways, I, I don't recall it well enough to be able to describe it. So the the VHS case came with a tiny plastic Indian, uh, and uh, a key. Right. Uh, and it had like a fake locking mechanism on the VHS case. So it could be like your own little like cupboard thing. I do remember that. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's, that's probably my most distinct <laughs> memory from this that, and, uh, also conveniently contains no spoilers. None that aren't in the title. It makes sense that it's a children's book. I didn't know that. Yeah, Definitely. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I enjoyed this movie probably as I did with literally anything that was on a flashing screen when I was young. <laughs> uh, and I don't remember a lot of it, so we'll see. This is really this is a departure from our like forced uh, era of various things and much more modern things. I don't remember much of this movie but it's also only an hour and a half long so that'll be nice hey yeah already got me excited uh does anyone else have a personal connection to this film uh i watched it uh i remember kind of the story beats of like the beginning the climax the end i don't know what the fuck was filled in between those parts (laughs) you don't need any filming (laughs) With any luck, a a very aggressive business dad. (laughs) Although, this might be a movie with just a mom. Not that they can't be business dads, too. Yes. We believe in business dad equality. Yeah. Everyone can be a business dad. All you have to do is disregard your children and focus on business. Yeah. You can even be a business dad without business. Just conduct fake business. Or a child. Yeah. (laughs) Fake child, fake business. As yeah. Long as, as long as you have something you're supposed to be responsible for and in cho- instead choose to pay attention to something else very professionally. <laughs> this isn't normal neglect. This is professional neglect. Exactly. <laughs> uh... What about you, Tepper? Have you read the synopsis or anything? No, I, this is actually a movie I know nothing about. I'm not even sure if I heard the title before you guys put this one on the list. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Um, 
I'm trying to think. I'm searching my vague child memories for any mention of this movie, but I'm coming up blank. Um, so I'm assuming the premise is they move into a house and there's an Indian in the cupboard that the children find. And then, you know, the Indian teaches things and they go on an adventure or whatever. And uh, uh, other things happen. It actually made me think about, like, the title of the movie made me think about uh, another movie that I really liked watching when I was younger, which was uh, Small Soldiers. Mm. Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah, that's... So bad in the best ways. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it's very... uh, Yeah, fantastic. Fantastic piece of weird, weird 90s movie. Uh, That's a movie where... I'm sure people here can guess what side I was cheering for. And it certainly <laughs> wasn't the heroes. <laughs> I actually don't know anything about that movie. So. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that should oh. be a Teflog then. Yeah, yeah. I, I, thought, I honestly thought everybody had seen it, so I didn't put it on the Teflog list. But yeah, I'll, uh, I'll put it on the Teflog list because that movie is great. You and Tepper will not agree. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> on like this on who to side with <laughs> possibly also on quality of movie yeah. uh yeah i mean i haven't seen it in a long time i watched it a lot when i was younger yeah there was like a good three decades of movies where the whole plot revolved around evil microchips yep it's just such a convenient plot device well and the idea that they could do anything especially when nobody understands what any of those words mean yeah <laughs> Yeah, but yeah, that that was that was a tangent. Yeah, I, I I shouldn't go on too much more of a tangent. I'll just say like whenever, yeah, small sized things, uh, comes up in movies, it just makes me think of that movie. All right. Well, now show in the poster. Please describe it and tell us what you think the movie's about. Sorry that it's not a direct image link, but this was the best quality I could find. No worries. Man, that is a vintage poster. Oh yeah. It's it's god in damn. it's in vaporwave. It's in aesthetic. Yeah. Oh my god, you're right. <laughs> yeah, this poster like really wants to be for a movie in the eighties. Yeah. For something that was mid nineties. Yeah. Right in the middle. That is how if we wanted one billion followers that is what we would do we would just upload the movie posters and like put vaporwave over them and kind of like fade them <laughs> back and forth put that on the youtube channel uh yeah yeah so the uh this poster is like relatively straightforward at the top just says adventure comes to life uh and the background is this like uh, uh purple and pink vaporwave-ish like city and then in the foreground is a kid that's having like l- heavenly light shown, like uh, uh, shined on him from behind. And uh, he's got his hands cupped together, and in his hands is a um, small Indian. And the kid's looking in amazement at uh, at the little Indian. Please, they prefer to be called dwarf Indians. <laughs> <laughs> The uh, small dwarf Indian is like kind of doing a weird power stance, I guess. Like I don't know, like he looks surprised. I think. I think that's yeah, yeah, yeah. 
like, oh my surprise or like bracing himself to not fall over. To about to be eaten as this by kid this giant. Eats him into the sky. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then, and then at the bottom in like gold lettering, it says the Indian in the cupboard. Main thing about this poster is the lighting for this whole poster is weird. Yeah, lighting on the kids very weird. The hands, yeah. like everything, like. Mm-hmm. And then contrast that to like the uh, the background, which is a much it's... more dull, like pink yeah. purple. It's like hmm. This is lit in the same world as the um, Drive Angry poster, where light can come from anywhere. Yeah, the sun is both behind <laughs> him and within his hands. Yes, yes. I get, yeah, I get em- emphasizing the hands, and maybe that's why the light is behind him, like it is, to make it look vaguely like that's what's actually happening. I don't know. Yeah, Weird. but yeah, it's got it's got a very vintage feel to the whole thing, and it opens this July. Uh, I just realized maybe the preferred term would be a uh, first micro nation. <laughs> <laughs> we request. <laughs> Before we were forced into the cupboard reservations, we used to roam the kitchens and hallways of this oh, house. No. Oh no. With the house? <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say it's like oh that good can con the the house hippo. <laughs> we used to hunt the house hippos. Yeah, they used every part of the house hippo. I like this temper cannon of Indian in the cupboard where they're basically like the Atreyu people who hunt the purple buffalo but tiny it into your kitchen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh. And whoever buys the house has to like also respect the treaties that have been written up with the Indians in the cupboard. What, what is what is with us recently? And just like how far can we take a metaphor? Can we like? <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get every drop of blood. Yeah, the fridge is the residential school. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, you said it, not me. I, I mean, I just picked a random... I, I could have said any appliance, and it would have been like, yikes. Okay, I, th- I think we can stop there. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, and then, um, yeah, it's like an alright poster. Um, in terms of what I think would happen, like, go over it, like, I think... I feel like it would be like, the family moves into a new house... The kid in his exploration of the house finds the Indian in the cupboard. They go on adventures together. Um, trying to think, like maybe the Indian wants to go somewhere else. Together they read the never-ending story. <laughs> Ooh. And play Jumanji. the adventure comes to life and and attend uh the all valley karate tournament in person i think a micro jumanji would be actually fun to play as a board game as a full-size person micro jumanji (laughs) i'm wait so you're a full-size person and the jumanji board game and everything that comes out of it is tiny ah i Hmm. see yeah, I'd so... fight a tiny stampede. Because <laughs> now the inconvenience is you just gotta like chase them around the floor. 
Oh no, tiny giant mosquitoes. Just normal sized mosquitoes. Yeah, pretty much. All right. <laughs> we'll see you after the film. They're just plastic toys. Plastic people. They're just completely plastic. Okay. Plastic. That's fine, Omri. Fine. Plastic. Yes, thank you. Let me see. And we're back. So, what did everyone think? Uh, it was different from what I expected, um, <laughs> but in a good way. In a good way. Mm-hmm. And there were definitely parts where I was bored. Huh. Uh, but this movie went a lot deeper on certain subject matter than I thought it would. And I respect it a lot for having the balls to fucking go to certain places oh yeah yeah (laughs) it was pretty entertaining and very fucked up yes yeah 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 but like again like mad respect it took itself very seriously yeah yes and that and that's and i really appreciate that because i can easily imagine a corporate washed version of this where like haha aren't those indians so neat and great and isn't this whole thing very fun like like you know what i mean like i could really imagine just like a uh a really bad version of this and what we got instead was something that like had a very good moral message and it was a lot more interesting than i thought like i i really thought that it would be just like i don't know like cookie cutter kids movie stuff yeah well you said like he, 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 he there's a secret indian in a cupboard and they go on an adventure yeah 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 but like yeah like honestly like that's what i thought and like also not this movie yeah and i appreciated that this movie of boy like i expected him to be getting bullied at school and instead he just gets mugged poorly (laughs) once he gets age-appropriate mugged (laughs) yeah uh uh but like like yeah like i expected him to be like an outcast at school or something or in several cases i expected him to be like mocked for his story but instead like the movie was like no, like, this is great. Like, and the people around him support him. And he has got supportive parents. He has both parents. Both of yeah. his parents are alive, guys. Um, so, so yeah, it's very weird. <laughs> he has two parents, and he hasn't moved to a new town. Like, that is, like, you can't start a kid's movie that way. It's impossible. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, how am I supposed to relate to this kid? <laughs> um but also just the fucking bully hanging outside a hardware store and getting mad when a kid comes out carrying <laughs> hardware supplies yes yeah. it takes like what like five bucks off of or something i like to imagine that bully like also like bully like if the dad had gone there he also would <laughs> robbed him what do you mean the dad can't leave the house oh yes of course the dad is cur- oh oh guys i just i cracked the code yeah it's beetlejuice world <laughs> the parents are dead. That makes oh a lot of God. sense. Oh, she's got a bit more free They can't ride, leave. The she house. can get all the way to the school. She can at least oh. get to the property line of the school, anyways. Oh, very true. Uh, but yeah, the the dad never leaves the house. It's very entertaining. That yeah. dad was written in like a dad fantasy. The the dad <laughs> just like never ever leaves the house. He's permanently fixing the house and just doing like weird things that don't oh no he puts in a skylight for the for the radical brothers yeah yeah 
But yeah, yeah, this movie was interesting because like like all the like the family is like supportive, like across the board, basically. Like they're all well, that's not where the conflict comes from. The conflict is internal. It's it's this kid. It's 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 a it's a boy becoming a man by learning about how he has power over life and death. It's it's yes. It's, I was very much like you, Tever. I was very pleasantly surprised by most of this movie. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, and, and yeah, and that's definitely where the main conflict lies. Sorry, go ahead, John. Uh, like we can talk about it more when we get to the lists, but Omri's the villain of this movie, right? Oh. Oh, for sure. I think yeah. you can make an argument that the that the the friend Patrick is. I, I I think the friend is the villain eh. because like 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 Omri is ignorant, but understand like he, he once you hit the halfway point, he understands the gravity of what he's dealing with. Where his friend is just a total idiot. When you hit the halfway point, he murders his brother's rat. Yeah, that was crazy. He the rat's in a ball and he just kicked the ball and it goes down the stairs. That rat should be dead. Well, it's not dead, so it seems like the whole family hates the rat, too. Yeah, everybody hates the rat. Just like have him like why get why buy him the ball? I guess he bought himself the ball, but with all that money he saved by finding his brother a cabinet for his birthday. <laughs> I, <laughs> that Don't that worry, brother has that rat because everyone hates it, though. <laughs> oh I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. that's where like he would have like the parents would have been fine, but he has to stay in a cage. And then he was like, okay, and buys the ball. Yeah. It's a cage. But like, where did his brother find the the cupboard? <laughs> where did his grandmother find a key? Yeah, I was gonna say, why does her grandmother have the key for the cupboard? L- listen, he was walking by this bookstore with an old man. <laughs> <laughs> I'd argue the key is the magic thing, and I think it would fit in any lock. Ooh, Ooh I thought okay. that was—I actually thought that was part of this movie. I actually thought I remembered the cupboard getting destroyed, and then I'm using a different thing. They never made a sequel, right? Uh, fun fact, they were planning to make all four, at the time, books into movies. What? Uh, there fun. are five books now, Holy so there's probably been all five. Damn. But this movie didn't do well in the box office, so they never made a sequel. Oh. I could have sworn I remember that plot point, so maybe there's a similar product. Hmm. Or maybe I just made up better stories. Who knows? There's... <laughs> There's like a very obvious and lazy like woke take you could do on this movie, you know. Yeah. And I don't want to touch that right up to even like I'm I'm using the word Indian because that is the word the movie uses. But I think this movie I I think that if you had that take you really miss the point yes. of of the movie and you kind of have to live in the movie's world which is 1995. Um and that's fine and honestly it's pretty I don't know the message is good. It's like it's it ends with like yeah, kid. D- d- these people aren't for your entertainment. Yes, it, like, it helps. It helps that one of the closing scenes is is the World Trade Center. It really uh, dates the movie. <laughs> <laughs> is that real? I didn't notice that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah the uh, the dawn of the final morning. You just see the sun rising between the 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 two building the two towers. Oh wow. Omri, I'm going to work now. <laughs> you finally get the realization. Your dad's, dad's finally going to work now that oh, he's finished shit. work on the house. Holy oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I, I think, like, yeah, and, um, like, him understand, gradually understanding 
the like responsibility and like what it means to be to be doing what he's doing is like really good the the relationship between him and little bear is excellent yeah the way it like progresses like i appreciate one thing i really appreciate about the movie is i was worried it would spend too much time with him trying to like hide the hide it or uh uh you know make up excuses or you know stuff like that and instead the movie just goes like yeah his parents don't notice like you know even show up for 90 percent of the movie and it really lets him just go in interact because that's where the strength of the movie is is in his interactions with little bear and uh the cowboy and i really appreciate that the movie was like yeah we're not gonna we're not gonna bother with like any of that stuff i really wish he leaned in a third time and got stabbed again at the <laughs> beginning <laughs> just just because that, that music cue hit a third time and it's like yeah. oh, please just put that finger in there again <laughs> That was the correct response. Like, yes, stab that giant hand that's coming at you. Jesus. Well, in the same way, like, when the cowboy shot his friend, I was like, yes, shoot him again. Yeah. <laughs> and shoot him a third time. Aim for the eye like, this time. Yeah, blind him. Oh, God, that friend. When he when the kid was first in class, like, I have a cupboard that brings toys to life. Just and then... leans forward. Yeah. Lean forward and that the shot was thing. amazing. Oh, wow. <laughs> That was the best shot of the movie. It really was, and this was a this was a well crafted film. That was just perfect. That was so perfect. Yeah, his God, his friend was so fucking stupid. Jesus Christ. Yeah, that that kid was a menace. Yeah, the, and that's why I say like he's the real like Omri comes from like a place of ignorance. I mean, so does his friend. Yeah, but his friend has somebody else going like, "Hey, listen, man." Like, this is deadly serious, and you're my friend, and I trust you. Don't do shit. And his friend blatantly ignores him in, like, the worst way. Omri needs to learn how to be responsible for a key before he can be responsible for a a living miniature person. (laughs) Uh, Yes, also, also that, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and you know what, like, yeah, when, when, when he said Little Bear into the, uh, like when Little Bear was like, "I'm gonna go under the floorboards." He should have given him the cowboy's gun. That is the first thing he asks for. <laughs> I love <can't>. that. <laughs> I love that. The first he's like, "Oh, you can make anything. Give me a gun." And he's like, "I can't give you a gun." He's like, "Show me where the king of France is." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Oh, I was just like, oh man, I like this guy. <laughs> Base Little Bear. Yes. Where Where is my weapon? And where is the nearest authority? <laughs> I don't need a horse. Give me a gun. Yeah. yeah we'll walk. <laughs> I do really oh, like his realization that Omri is a child. Like oh, the yes. moment he's yeah. like, oh, you've never seen death before? Like, yeah, no, it doesn't happen in front of people. What do you mean death doesn't happen in front of people? <laughs> oh, fuck, you're a child. Yeah. 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 It was. It was very interesting seeing it like seeing their relationship develop and change over time. And like, I love like Omri, like how this movie was like, ah, yes, I've got my summoning cabinet <laughs> where I can summon the solution to any problem. I really liked what I was, what he, he's going like buck wild on the cabinet. And I was just like, yes, I've created life. Now, how many other demons can I make? <laughs> yeah. Yes. It's just, I've, I, I've grown bored of this, of this Indian I've stolen from his time. 
uh, what if a dinosaur had Darth Vader and Robocop, yeah. and I don't remember who was else was on the bottom shelf. Yeah, it was just... everything that is licensed by Industrial Light and Magic, basically, because this is a this is a vaguely Henson um, film. Apparently, the director. Oh yeah, it's Frank Oz, and yeah. he does a great job. Which which I was looking at Frank Oz's uh, film film career as a director. It's wild, such as. Um, well, first of all, he's Frank Oz, so he's <laughs> the puppeteer for like uh, Miss Piggy and yep. stuff. And I think he was the voice for a couple of the Muppets too. Yeah, he's also voices a Yoda. And uh, let me see, let me see. Okay, okay, okay. So his directorial debut being The Dark Crystal, which is probably my favorite movie of all time. Um, Little Shop of Horrors. Indian in the cupboard, oh, wow. obviously. Bowfinger, <laughs> which is crazy. The Stepford Wives, um, like the modern Stepford Wives. Yeah, like <laughs> interesting career. Interesting career. Yeah, that's a variety. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Voice of Fozzie Bear, Miss Piggy, Sam mm-hmm. the Eagle, and Yoda. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like that's a Hollywood career, man. Doesn't have any like qualms about bringing a deer to life for him to hunt though <laughs> no no that's, that's like cool. this is fine well it's been shown he has no respect for animals true yes <laughs> <laughs> him reading Stuart little at the beginning <laughs> just thinking about how hard he'd kick that rat <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, yeah this movie it's dealings with like life and death was like really good it was it got heavy it got heavy but in a very yeah um smart dealt with it pretty well you know yeah 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 and like like what i thought was interesting too is the fact that they went like when they're watching you know tv right and they put on the like classic cowboys versus indians type movie but it's like they change the framing, right? Like it's not the victorious cowboys. It's like no, they're massacring these people, and like killing them, and then you know, little bears right there, and like obviously getting traumatized by it. Yes. Um, like that was not something I expected this movie to like do. That's one of the scenes I remembered. Although I remembered not fully correct information, but. I'm like, where's the TV scene with the atrocities? <laughs> that's that was what I remembered. I didn't remember exactly the <laughs> content of the of the scene. How how many members are there in this family? I think you could tell me almost any number because there was like, well, because it because it opens with the birthday. So I yeah. I definitely I thought that his friend was like I thought it was just like a big foster family or something. Yes, at same, first. same, yeah, yeah. Um, so he he. That he has two older brothers. Yes, the, the radical brothers who want the skylight and keep rats. Yeah. And I think somebody else who wasn't an adult was at that party, ignoring the young child that uh, his friend's mother was holding. There was a girl. Yeah. There was like a teenage girl and a teenage boy, right? There definitely, <laughs> there definitely were people in that scene. Could have been cousins, because... Fair. From my understanding, it's parents, two brothers, and then Omri. And okay. I think everyone else was either family or friends for his birthday party. Uh, yeah, okay. you don't put cousins in a movie if they have no value, but the, fair, they could have been cousins. I think they were just there to fill in the space. <laughs> yeah, again, 
do not do that. <laughs> I choose to. Yeah, it gets confusing. Uh, I choose to believe that uh, there are many family members lost in the endless wings of the house that the father creates. <laughs> I choose to believe that their souls were sacrificed to the cabinet, and that's how that's how he was able to give two two beings life at a time. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, okay. So in your in your uh, version of this, Ivan, what happens when you turn them back into a toy? Uh, it, it's a great question. I well, I, that's, I posed. What is it doing? Did it literally steal him from? Like, is was he a real person? Sixteen seventy one. Yeah. Did it steal him from that year? I guess so. He it's... he definitely thinks that's the case. Mm hmm. And like what? Because literally, the literally Boone asks him, "What's going to happen to us? Are we going to like wake up immediately, or will time have passed?" He's like, "I don't know." Well, the the medic soldier, time did pass True. for him. He did have he did experience. He he got pulled out the second time in the middle of a blitz or something. <laughs> I like how like like Omri has no qualms about like sending this person back to like arguably one of the worst human experiences of all time. Yeah. yeah, that's where I was like, I was mixed on him sending him back because I'm like, oh man, you're sending him back like yes to his time, but also like to a very terrible time of history and like death for both of them. Like for both of them, it's not going to be a very good time. Yeah. Uh, death and disease. Well, that's why like, that's why a thing i didn't expect the movie to do was when like little bear goes like are we always going to be the great people and oh, i'm like fuck mm-hmm. oh, that was intense at the very end oh man yeah that was a question to ask oh, boy yeah like my face was like warping <laughs> just because i just couldn't believe this movie answer. did it yeah um, yeah bad things will happen or whatever like things change is that what you said uh, things won't always be great or something. Yeah, he says you'll always be a great people, uh, but th- yeah, oh, the things times. won't always be great or something. Yeah, you know, something just like, like that. It's like yeah. th- so, so change is coming. Is like yeah, raw <laughs> <laughs> moment, the yeah, biggest raw moment of all time. Th- that that speaks to what this movie does really well. Like it understands what being obsessed with like kids get obsessed with 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 you know what whatever you want cowboys and indians whatever you want to call it yeah and and what that represents to a child especially a modern child like the the freedom um and sort of like rejection of all these things that you're forced to do like school and stuff like that I, I think this movie really understands that very well. So, like, he's he to you know to to give this movie more credit than it deserves. He's weeping for you know the the Iroquois people and also the death of his childhood in that moment. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's like he's got like a physical conception of death now because he literally saw somebody die in front of him. Yeah, caused and had it, to even. bury him. Yes, absolutely caused it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. True, 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 true. Yeah, um, cause the death. So the kind of a weird scene is where Little Bear says he he like he says it's like you are my nephew yeah. now. It's yeah. but like it's not something Omri ever needed or wanted to our knowledge. He has a father figure. 
Yeah, it's interesting. It's interesting. He, ha- he has very many male figures. Like he has older brothers. He has that mystery older cousin brother that disappeared. Yes. <laughs> His dad is around. The teacher seems like a cool guy. Yeah. Yeah, so it's just like there's like nothing wrong with that scene. It's just like it doesn't have the normal impact it would when you say, no, we murdered, we killed this guy's dad before <laughs> pre movie. Yeah, like it doesn't for it doesn't fulfill a need. Yeah, Omri. and and also I feel like Little Bear didn't have didn't feel like a per, a parental person to Omri. Like, yeah. but his first introduction was, "Oh, you are a great spirit." Like, "Oh, fuck, you're a child," and just oh, like I definitely got, yeah, I, I definitely I, got parental vibes. Yeah, uh, from from the point where he says, "Oh, fuck, this is a good line." Um, you shouldn't do magic that you don't understand. <laughs> yes, yes, like yes, correct correct yeah i i take i take most of those interactions as as like uh cat uh casting down a demon as opposed to like scolding the child <laughs> i saw it as like a victim like yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. saying to his traumatizer like you're fucking up you're doing something really awful please please be self-aware i mean that's parental guidance like that's like, <laughs> like he is he is being taught like no at, like actions your actions have serious consequences like we are people and uh you can't just treat us lightly um and in that sense like yeah like he he takes uh, he helps omri through his journey to like as chris was said like basically like the death of his childhood and like a better understanding of what it means to live and to die i don't know if i was shrunk down tiny and then put into the possession of a child who had complete control over everything. Um, I would not feel any parental anything for this child. I would be terrified. Pray for um, death. Yeah. <laughs> uh, when, I re- when I'm returned back to normal, I never want to see that kid ever again. That kid's someone else's problem. Uh. I don't care what life lessons I imparted. <laughs> Never put Shauna in the cupboard, everybody. He just hiss at everybody in the corner, but but yeah, I I I think he was like in a sense like a parental figure. Also, I mean, I guess there's something to say about just like British author writing a story about about her son with a Hebrew king's name being being <laughs> taken in by uh by a First Nation. I yeah. read a little bit of I read a little bit of her history. She she uh, spent many she spent years in World War II because she was like she was uh, evacuated to Saskatchewan. Oh, huh. and then she spent many years in Israel teaching. Huh. Presumably, why some of this some of these uh, source uh, pieces come from. Hmm, that's really interesting. Um, also, like so, especially nowadays. May, less less in the 90s but even probably still then if you found another figure that was from like the exact same mold that Ooh. little bear was oh no is that also little bear Uh-oh. if you put two of them together <laughs> is that just gonna be like like because like if you go far enough back it's like sure this is a figure that was like handmade by somebody sure. yeah 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 so if you put saying. two darth vaders in there yeah Huh, and like happens. I mean, I want the sequel where Omri gets into Warhammer. <gasps> oh, 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 oh. 
Oh, that's awesome. That is that is absolutely incredible. <laughs> oh man, you could abuse that thing so much. Like, do you think if you put in fake money or even monopoly money? I mean, oh that yeah, money? That, that was where Sean went to. Damn, Sean is thinking. <laughs> I mean, the answer is yes, considering what it did to that teepee. Yeah. yeah. Like, that teepee was not even remotely. <laughs> and then I started thinking, like, well, what if it's the key that's magic? What if you got, like, a coffin with a lock? <laughs> oh, my And then, God. like, if you locked it and unlocked it, what happens to the body inside? I have so many questions of the application of this key. What, like, what horrors can you do? Where can you expand this into? What if what if he what if he replaced the lock on his house while all of his family was inside? Oh, would it turn into like a, ma- a mannequin house? Well, no, but the people inside might. You know, that's what I'm at. like everything inside becomes like toys and artificial, <laughs> like a wax museum. So he takes the rat ball, he puts it in the cupboard. The rat turns to plastic, and the ball turns to flesh. <laughs> yes. Oh, what happens if he put flesh in there? That wasn't a toy. These these are questions <laughs> that I need answers to. But nobody else needs answers to. Oh my god. I, I had simpler questions of like if you <laughs> if you take Little Bear, who is who is a uh, plastic figure from the nineties, and like he stays alive for like 10, 15 years and you put him back in, does he go does he return to like the old formatting of like a plastic figure or does he have like the new detailing of modern print mm. technology? Hmm. <sighs> And like, what if Omri gets a 3D printer? That's just gonna... <laughs> oh my god. In- Indian in the 3D printer. <laughs> oh. This movie really needs a modern modern sequel. Well, it doesn't need it. This concept needs a modern sequel. Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah it's rich. Yeah. You can uh, do just so just, just don't production. get Shauna to direct it because it will be a horror movie. <laughs> Oh yeah, I turned this into a horror. Yeah, movie. like Omri's just summoning demons and like, like Junji Ito shit that Shauna wants to do. Yeah, <laughs> just like just like Shauna accidentally turns uh turns a plastic Indian into into a into a person. Next step, put put stake into <laughs> <laughs> into cupboard. Oh I need to know the alchemy rules of this cupboard. <laughs> If I put someone's ashes in there, what happens? Oh, <laughs> ask, ask, ask your, ask your father who can't stop uh, um, doing reno on the house to install the lock, the uh, lock on the house. <laughs> Turn your brothers to plastic. That's a real, that's a real prank to get back at them. <laughs> yes, I, I really appreciated the uh, as a person with brothers, the constant um, love slash hate Cold War. Yeah, it really that that was real. That was very very well portrayed. <laughs> and like yeah. yeah, going into their room and stealing shit. That's yeah, that's some brother yeah. shit right yeah. there. Like they're like yeah. they're his brothers, hundred percent reasonable and pretty much validated because the youngest brother just fucking thinks he can get away with anything. <laughs> yes, yeah. It's just like, why are you in my room? It's like, why'd you steal our stuff? Yeah, <laughs> just then kick kicks rat downstairs and hides his ball. It's just like, where's the cupboard? It's just like, where's my stuff you stole? Yeah, wh- why did you do this to me? Because you're a little sociopath. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah. 
sociopath of the god complex. Just actions have consequences. <laughs> just like, I don't understand. Yeah, please explain. Man, that that one brother who his his arc of dad put in a skylight to look yeah. it up at the skylight, just this huge <laughs> smile on his face. It was very fun. Yeah, yeah. Everything I've ever wanted, now I can die. <laughs> JFK was one of the youngest presidents <laughs> of the shit, United Seth. States. Seth, oh my I know God, you want the JFK. The best child in this movie. <laughs> JFKism. <laughs> well, it's also it's a, like excellent like um piece of storytelling to just like like that little scene of just like re- read the little thing you wrote literally anything because yes. you're like third graders or whatever excellent piece of narrative but yeah that fucking jfk kid so the movie good. ends with him yes yeah, yeah it sure it's so good <laughs> it's, 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 it's getting oh. shot and Aubrey just doing his best Nicolas Cage impression, just staring yes. at JFK kid talking about JFK. <laughs> okay, oh. I, I thought of of I thought of something for this JFK kid. Okay, so you know how Omri's report is based on his experience with in, the Indian in the cupboard and oh, all that. No. Yeah, the JFK oh, kid no. went on like a time adventure with with JFK. The the JFK kid because this is. This also takes place in New York. So the JFK kid has the last action hero ticket and he went into the Zapruder film. (laughs) (laughs) So I was also like, just like, what if like, like, what if end of this thing, just like the one kid in the, one of the kids in the class is just like, my grandfather was Boone. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just like, that raises so many questions. Yeah. The, the oh man that teacher i kept being like why isn't the teacher like okay omri this is getting kind of weird your story here but then i was figured the teacher must be like well i mean seth has like uh a drawing on his desk of him and jfk kissing so i guess <laughs> i have bigger problems with my students. yeah i mean like oh how old do you think what grade do you think those kids were i have no ability to tell age especially i mean movies don't do a good um, job of it anyways so. they were learning to read and write so like second grade maybe i was thinking like grade. seven or eight yeah yeah, yeah that's kind of where i was placing them too so like i mean you're they're ba- he's basically a babysitter they're they're reading words that they probably wrote that's that's all they need to only really needs to worry about yeah <laughs> jfk had dreamy eyes and pillowy kissable lips <laughs> <laughs> It, they're, they're just plastic people plastic people oh that's plastic that was i think the plastic. worst scene in the movie I they are made of the plastic don't move plastic minutes. it just kept going it went on for so fucking just long fucking, it's like yes omri i i i understand these words even if you say them poorly well, it just went on for so so long. Like it was, it was exhausting that scene. If if you do teach eight year olds, I bet that is most of your life is like you like you hear them screaming like like something like somebody just died. You go and like, what's this fight about? And they're like, basically nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Like I, I like I think about some of the fights I've seen my friends get into, like in elementary school, ones I remember getting into, and I look back at them all and I'm like, man, that was really fucking stupid and kind of over nothing, wasn't it? 
Yeah, no, it very it's very much it's just like he has my plastic toy and I pushed him. This this fight will never be resolved. Yes, no. this is the worst thing. Yeah. <laughs> I hate you forever. You're not my friend anymore. Like 100% genuine fight have had will have again. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just leave a review. <laughs> <laughs> 1010 10 fight will have again. Yes, on meta fight. Um, yeah, I was gonna say, like, what kind of website will we have? For, like, fight fights. <laughs> the, um, the day that Little Bear and Boone spent together in the fanny pack uh, was very cute. Yeah, where they, like yeah, become, where they like start off and they hate each other, and then they're like best bros by the end. They're like crying and hanging out. Hell yeah! I, I, and I love the cowboys. How he bought is like. You you want a wife and kids? I also want you to have a wife and kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just a he. I mean, he says he's a softie. Boo hoo boon. Yeah, it's what all his friends called him after they shot him. <laughs> he he does get shot, and then he's like, and and little bear's trying to apologize. He's like, bro, come on, we're we're bros. You shoot, we shoot yeah. each other. Yeah, and I cry when it happens. That's why people call me Boo Hoo Boo. Man, I, I actually didn't expect them to actually show like somebody getting shot on screen like that. Oh, and blood arrow and stuff. through or arrow through his chest or everything. Like I did not expect that. I didn't think the movie had the had the balls to do it, but they did. But uh, yeah, and, like another great scene was when like Omri was going to make a uh, little bear a wife. Little bear's like no. No, don't. Yeah, please don't. Have you learned nothing? Also, we have our uh, Night at the Museum tie-in with Steve Coogan in this movie. Yep. I mean, he he was the medic, and he is um, Octavius in Night at the Museum. Ah. Still small. <laughs> Still got it. The, the effects in this movie were really good. Like, it looked great. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was thinking that when the Indian first stepped on Omri's hand, it's like, oh wow, that's actually really well done. Like he's mm-hmm. shaking with the hand. Like when yeah. the hand moves a little bit, he moves a little bit too. Like he's actually just sitting on a giant hand. It's really good. Yeah, there are a few things where you can see, or it's like, oh, okay, I can kind of see, you know, the where the green screening is happening or whatever. But for the most part, it's just really fantastically um done and you can see why they got like henson and industrial light magic in on that yeah it's a it changed very well effects wise because uh when did this movie come out again 95 when did jumanji come out whoo maybe the same year year before oh 95 same year okay yeah so like obviously a different scale but the effects in this movie have aged better than jumanji in my opinion Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm Well, I guess because they didn't use as much CGI. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I mean by, like, it's a very different scale of usage. Um, But it's just interesting seeing the difference. Because it's like in Jumanji, there were several points where I was like, ooh. Ooh, that don't look so good. I like how the parents never noticed, like, the smoke coming from, like, there were fires in Omri's room, like, quite a few times. It was just like, I'm not afraid of the dark anymore, you can close the door. I've got this nightlight of a flickering fire silhouetting an Indian and a horse. I have a scale Iroquois village that I totally built (laughs) with a scale fire. (laughs) Which he definitely just puts his finger into when he's taking the, uh, 
Yep. Yeah. That dust stuff or whatever. Yeah. I have some very vivid memories of scenes I definitely thought were from this movie and feel like they're from a sequel that doesn't exist, so I really don't know where the fuck those oh, are from. Oh, man. Oh, man. Some Mandela effect shit going on here. Mash this up with small soldiers in prehysteria. <laughs> <laughs> Even, yeah, I mean, like, there's no logical reason for the scenes I'm thinking of to be in small soldiers or prehysteria. Like, I really feel like I remember a scene with, like, animating the wife and a scene with... Like, I thought so, Tronis. too! Like, yeah, what... I thought the wife got animated, too, and, and, and she's like, they couldn't speak the same language. Yeah, and, like, I could have sworn there was a familiar. scene with a destroyed uh, cupboard, and then, yeah, he, mm. like, sticks it in a different cupboard. Oh. Or something. That I don't remember, but but I seem to remember at the... I, I remember the saga of him, like, replacing the uh, diorama with, uh, like, Todd McFarlane's spawn figures. Yeah. Um, I remember that, too. I remember him taking more than just one guy. That happened a little bit, but I remember him... I thought at the end, he, like, took the longhouse and put it there... And put Little Bear and like yeah. all the other, and put them there. Is there an ex- is there an extended cut? Of where's movie? the Schneider cut? Yes, where's the Schneider cut of uh, Indian in the cupboard? But like, I wonder if there's multiple versions of this movie. Um, I'm gonna start. I think I watched the Snyder cut with my 92 year old grandfather. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna start posting re- his reviews of movies, which will be just the minute at which he fell asleep. Which for the Snyder cut was about like minute five. Like he did not last very long at all. Is that a good review? <laughs> I don't know. I don't got know. A good, but... He got a good four hours of sleep. Oh man, can we get him on the podcast? My favorite, probably my favorite thing I've done in the last year is have to sit through the Warcraft movie with my grandfather and try to explain to him. He's like, where, when's this supposed to take place? He's like, trying to, he thought it was like Germany or something. He's like looking at orcs and he's like, who, who's, who are these guys? <laughs> oh my God. He needs to start up his own block. He just his movie reviews. No reference of there being an extended version. Okay. It's so weird. What? We're all from the same Berenstein world. <laughs> <laughs> I might be mixing it up with Night at the Museum because they have. Um, there is some of that for at least the like wife stuff. The Sacagawea story yeah. plot. Yeah. Huh. Weird. It just feels like there's a sequel. <laughs> and if there is, it's not called the Indian Uncovered Two, and f- no amount of information is telling me what it is called. Bizarre. Um, what is the th- when when Little Bear goes to fight the rat in the uh, dungeon of the under the floor? Um, what what is the advice that Omri gives him? Because it's really bad. He's like he's like, what do I need to worry about there down there? Everything. Like, I think he said everything. everything yeah. Yeah, like, what, no, what what da- what other dangers are there? Everything. It's like, it's like no, just the rat, really. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he's never yeah, been on the floorboards. He doesn't know that that scene. I, I I'm assuming it was because of budget, but like it would have been interesting to see it from Little Bear's perspective. Yes, that would have been very cool of him under the floorboard fighting the rat and getting the key. 
Because I was a little disappointed because it was just like the two kids kind of like crawling all over the floor and putting their ears to the floorboards. Oh. oh, man. What if the rat is the kid from the witches and he's hunting down this witchcraft? Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, that's case good. wide open. He's, he's, <laughs> he just yeah, he knows that someone's got a cupboard that traps people inside of it. Ooh, that's good. That's good. And they like accidentally got a cupboard from like one of the hey at the end of the movie he says he's going to America to kill the American witches. Yeah. I mean, the key came from a grandmother. She could have been a witch. <laughs> oh. <laughs> It all comes back to the key. When my grandmother was dying, the rat putting poison in her water. <laughs> That's that is like this movie from the start does not pull its punches. Like like one of the first scenes is like, yeah, here's a key. My grandmother gave it to me. She had nothing and she was sad and she died. Here you like, go. Yeah, I demanded this key from her. <laughs> Yeah, that that was the first like thing where I was like, "Huh, that that seems like a little like heavy to start off with." Like, but okay, like I respect it. Did I know your grandmother? It's like, no, of course not. Don't be yeah, stupid. She, <laughs> she was dead well before, you know, you were around. Yeah, and like a lot of the dialogue, like the family dialogue scenes, like like stuff like that, where it's like. Yeah, like, I'm I, in the exact same situation where, like, I never got to meet my grandfather on my mom's side because he just passed away well before I was born. Well, it's also, it was her grandmother, not even his grandmother, so it's like, uh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah, you yeah, definitely yeah. didn't meet her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. Uh, well. I, I, and the clothing, the clothing was a real, like, like, the outfits people were wearing, I'm like... I think it was you, Chris, who said, like, ah, yes, I've dressed, like, every single one of these people at some point in my life. Yes, every man in this movie, I've worn that outfit. From the father to the cool brother to Omri. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, like, Omri's outfit, I was like, I can't remember if I wore that outfit, but I definitely met people who did. Yeah. Like, he looks almost exactly like someone I knew in grade school. there, There was a certain look... 90s look of like how baggy can i make my pants shirt and hair well yeah well it's just like how bowl cut can your parents get away with (laughs) (laughs) i'm the youngest so i've i've never experienced these things you're talking about but (laughs) Um, that's interesting there was a very small thing that made me very happy where they're um, uh, when Boone and little bear are first meeting and they're having a shootout and uh, little bear shoots the heel and it's those yeah. light up heels and they light up. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's such a li- cute little thing to put in. Like that's not, I, I, yeah, this, this movie yeah. has a lot of stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. Very good. So, I mean, there are four more books. He well, just keeps bringing we, the um, Indian back, presumably. <laughs> like it's just like I won't use the cupboard anymore. Oh, or or I wonder if it's like uh, pass it down to the family type thing. I don't know. I'd have to go. I don't know. I would hope he would have learned his lesson after this and like don't bring shit to life. Yeah, well, you can't let the brothers get at that. Cu- you have to do. You have bury. You have to Jumanji that cupboard. Other than. Brothers, the brothers are on the cusp of puberty. They're gonna put a flashlight in there or something, and I don't want to know what. <laughs> oh no! 
Oh my god, I just had a I, I had a crazy hypothetical. Oh no. You have a doll of yourself made. A figure of yourself. And then you put a note with it in like 200 years for someone to put that doll that figure into the cupboard. Like back to the future style of like deliver this letter at this date and time and just like you go to bed and then you dream 200 years in the future. <laughs> Can we you will let that, that statement stand. <laughs> I think that'd be pretty cool. I think that'd be a great way to take the story forward. So, like, the sequel is called The Return of the Indian. Okay, okay, so. And the sequel after that is similarly named. I don't know if the one's after that, returning. but you can, you can buy a trilogy of the five books. Huh. Like a baker's dozen of British trilogy <laughs> is five. <laughs> If Stuart Little didn't exist in world, if he put that rat into the cupboard, I bet you that's how you get Stuart Little. <laughs> oh, and then they gave the rat away to an orphanage, and then <laughs> so begins Stuart Little. Unified theory of child movie that we're <laughs> creating over here. Yeah, Indian in the cupboard, unexpected nexus. Well, like, oh my god, like, what if he was, like, what if he, like... What if he became like Sid from Toy Story and starts like experimenting on toys? Oh no! And then oh, bringing them to life. Oh, oh, that'd be really fucked up. Hold yeah, on. it would be. You're welcome. But Thank you. Half the reason I said it. Yeah, I like how Shauna says that would be really fucked up, but you could like yeah. see the smile in your mind <laughs> as she says it. Well, like if you, because I, I mean, if you had a plastic rat, that's going to become a real rat. But if you like put clothes on it. Does it suddenly become Stuart Little? <laughs> like, at what point? Because you could have a toy of Stuart Little, hmm. and it would be Stuart Little. Yeah. At what point does it transition? Like, who has the power to decide that this is a toy of... Like Again, it comes back to who decides if this is Little Bear. What if you had an exact... Another one from the same mold? So many questions I want answers to. <laughs> <laughs> If you put a cowboy hat on Darth Vader, is it still Darth Vader when it comes Ooh. to life? <laughs> oh, Vader. <laughs> yeah, you just give him Boone's hat, and now he has. Now it's Darth Boone. But yeah. Uh, who knows? Maybe the other four books go into all of this. I'm sure they don't. <laughs> then again, some pretty heavy stuff for a first for a first one. So, who knows what kind of crazy shit the others get into. I wonder what would happen if you put Tepper's tops in the cupboard. I was going to say, is it time to turn this film back into plastic to return it to its time? <laughs> yeah, this movie was, was, was pretty, pretty decent. I think for now, put it in the number 37 spot. Number 37. Between... The Running Man and Logan's Run. Oh, you can't break them up. They're a power couple. <laughs> <laughs> kind of middle of the massive list. Yeah, like like it was, you know, like it was, it was pretty decent. There were a couple like parts where like there was a couple sections where I was just like a little bored with the movie. Not necessarily because it was the movie's fault. It was just kind of like, you know, I'm not the intended audience for this movie anymore. It's a weird framing for a movie. So who is the intended audience? 
Dads. Well, children have children. <laughs> Dad, dads. Dads. Yeah. Dad paradise. Skylights for every room. Yeah, you get to work on your house forever, and your kid's like a perpetual kind of fuck up. <laughs> you can give very mild dad advice. And then walk away and go get mugged. something. Yeah, go get. It's to a be learning fair, experience. His son requested to go get mugged. <laughs> Dad, let me go this time. Okay, it's son. just it's just like three blocks away in 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 nineties New York. It's during the daytime. <laughs> Didn't stop the mugger. Doesn't fucking Benedict shoots a man like a block away from where this kid lives? I swear. Yeah. <laughs> and then the villain. I'm still, I'm still on Team Omri. Yeah, I don't, I don't agree. Well, I think it comes down to who are you gonna put in the bracket? JFK kid. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we have a kid with a magic. Co- oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and he's a villain. No, no, he's not. Um. So you, you want to say Patrick? I think I think Patrick is, is a much more antagonistic force in this movie than uh, he Omri's. learns the lesson Omri learns in half the time, <laughs> and nearly fucks everything up in half the time too. Yeah, a couple times actually. Yeah, yeah, a couple times he nearly makes the worst mistake that Omri never even came close to making. Eh, somewhat, somewhat close to making. I do want to watch the psychological thriller Ivan Cut, where it's like a horror movie from the perspective of Little Bear. Yeah, yeah, that'd be really good. This child god has brought me to life. He does not understand the value of yeah, and I'm a scream. It's just a picture of him in plastic. I was thinking of a a, a version of uh, I have no mouth and I'm a scream, but Shauna's the supercomputer. Oh God. <laughs> kill me yeah <laughs> like anytime we get talking on this show we're like yeah this is a fucked up thing sean is like hold my beer <laughs> you want you want to hear about a fucked up thing uh yes so yeah patrick's like bit of a fuck up definitely a frustrating character to watch Patrick was just doing right by his man-child by putting on Cowboys versus Indians. <laughs> Omri did a terrible job for his man-child. She put on Indians versus Cowboys? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Should have switched back to Monthly Crew. Yeah. Um, I guess put him in the number 42 slot? Like he's definitely not better than Biff, so... Alright below biff and above sheriff cooley plus dog from uh oh brother where yeah yeah we're over the road though yeah um for the business dads i think i don't know what the mom does besides walk her son to school collects keys yeah she collects keys yeah that's true that that is her profession but they're like very supportive. Like, like I, I'm, I'm thinking, put them. In... They're very genuine parents. Just like, other than like not caring that their son got mugged, 
but they just seem to do like i these are parents that come out of a parent fantasy yeah 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 the dad is the perfect dad who just like renos his house all the time the mom's cares the mom loves uh antique keys and granola is about the characterization we get of the mom (laughs) yeah yeah no they're very and like they like they care about their son um she like wishes him good night otherwise they yell up to his room very 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 real stuff yeah yeah very real very real but like yeah other than just like it's just like it's like oh yeah show me that injury you got three hours ago when you got mugged yeah it's probably fine i mean it's new york city they're probably used to it (laughs) that's why you have so many kids you're gonna lose some of them That's what happened to the other two kids since his birthday. Oh, <laughs> New Yorkers are sea turtles. I get it. Uh, but yeah, so for Reno Business Dad, I think below a goofy business dad and above artist who sells junk business dad. Oh, damn. oh wow. That's a second bottom of the list. Dad. Very dad. Well, it's like what you were saying is like they're literally like the platonic ideal of a parent. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Omri put Omri put the dad uh, figure in the cupboard. <laughs> yeah, like there, there's like no flaws. Like they care about their kids to a reasonable degree. They are supportive. Like I don't know. Like there's no like tragedy in that family. You know, he's got both his parents. He's got brothers. I don't know. Like it's it's perfect. Dad Renos. Mom walks him to school. Man, give me the sequel where JFK uh, kid finds out about the cupboard and brings his JFK action figure over. Okay, listen carefully. You're going to be in a car without a roof. (laughs) 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 Changes the course of history. He keeps locking and unlocking him in there to give him a reoccurring dream to hammer home the message. <laughs> or the moment that he grabs him is when he's in the car in Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> then he has to find a Lee Harvey Oswald doll. <laughs> Obviously, he makes the Lee Harvey Oswald doll. And then you find it, and Lee, he's I didn't. Sh- I wasn't. Th- I wasn't in Dallas that day. And then it's like, oh my yeah. god. <laughs> How deep I, does this go? I mean, if you just kill the Lee Harvey Oswald doll, then you solved the problem. Perfect. Yeah, I mean, that's the other like what point in time? I guess it depends on how accurate to a specific point in time the JFK action figure is oh to what God. part and part of his timeline you pull him from. I like the like I like the Todd McFarlane uh, in <laughs> in midst of getting shot JFK doll. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, if like I, if you had a doll that was in like a blue suit versus like a black suit or something, like I guess that would be a, enough to potentially even. It's just like no, this is it's just like this is vaguely the suit he was wearing on that day. What kind of company is putting out here's the J- <laughs> here is the assassination accurate JFK doll bullet With, that wasn't yes. found, not included. With back into the left action. <laughs> Uh, the the answer is JFK kid when he grows up and learns about this cupboard. 
it's like for years i've been making perfect models of jfk from every moment in his timeline and i didn't know why now i do what if the kid was like a associate? What if the kid was like a neocon associate? But the kid like just like <laughs> brings back JFK's like, all right, Bay of Pigs, you got to nuke him. You got to nuke the fuck out of him. Just, <laughs> just started landing him. <laughs> oh. All right, and that's why JFK kid should be in the never. <laughs> all right, you've you've won me over. I mean, we could put all three in there. Think of the power they would have. Patrick JFK, JFK kid and uh, and the Omri. Oh, and yep. and and Omri, but oh my god, we could Ratatouille <laughs> all over again. Especially if oh man, if he gets us if he gets a Ratatouille doll, he could summon a Ratatouille and start Ratatouilleing people. <laughs> I'm just imagining how prepared for the glory Omri could be if he had a. If he had a uh, Batman action figure. <laughs> Sadly, he does not have rights to Batman. No. Unfortunately for him. Alright. Let's do a rating, I think. Well, yeah, we did the things. Yeah, the things have been done. The die has been cast. Okay. And Omri, Patrick, and J- JFK Kid enter the <laughs> ring against uh, Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> A worthy foe. <laughs> I mean, he can just, like, put a blanket on the ground and, like, steal the, cl- the cu- cupboard, so who knows? This could go badly for them. Omri will just lose the key again. Yeah. Um, I would like to rate this movie... In 1949, JFK began preparing to run for the Senate in 1952 against Republican three-term incumbent Jeremy Cabbage Lodge Jr. With the campaign slogan, Kennedy will do more for Massachusetts, Joseph Kennedy again financed his son's candidacy while John Kennedy's younger brother, Robert F. Kennedy, emerged as an important member of the campaign as a manager. (laughs) That was good. I wish I now wish you had prepared one for all of us. Yes, th- thank you. <laughs> random scrolling on the Wikipedia page for JFK. Uh, I give this movie one skylight for one brother. <laughs> <laughs> Which would you prefer to have a skylight or a rat that might get murdered by your brother? Rat. Skylight. God, a skylight's so hard to clean though. I've I've never had one before, so you don't have to clean it. Your dad or mom's gonna clean it. Uh, I rate this movie uh, one mugging out of one trip to the store. Uh, I give this movie the second key out of a pile of random keys (laughs) fitting into a. Yeah, that was a really fast find. I expected him to have to go through at least half that pile. Like any, like there's like no establishment in this movie of normal world. It's just like he goes to school, he has friend, he has family, magic. Yep. Yeah, but you know, I, I Chris was saying that I actually kind of appreciated that. Like the movie didn't like fuck around and it's just like, nah, we know why you're here. It didn't Willy Wonka us. Yeah. Yeah, like you're here for the Indian in the cupboard, so here's the Indian in the cupboard. I guess when you're I guess when you're writing a bedtime story for your son, you don't need to establish who your son is to your son. 
what if he'd gone through all those keys and like five or six of them worked and they all did different shit? Like, <laughs> oh no. That's the other thing. Like, maybe it is the cupboard. Maybe a lot of keys fit it. It wasn't un- like it was unlocked. It just how it. <laughs> he didn't need a key. Yeah, he just wanted to be able to lock it. Well, he's got terrorist brothers. Of course, he's got to lock his shit. Yeah, like like if if I was to do like a ton, like one change in this movie, I would have it locked at the beginning. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> he opens it and there's just a skeleton. top that goodbye everyone (laughs) (laughs) as always i've been your host ivan i'm chris i'm shauna and i'm tepper and a special thanks to ape jazz for the use of our theme song you can find them on youtube or follow the link in the description Downloadable Zebras is a dedicated group of friends that make independent content. If you want to support us and ensure that we stay ad-free, go to patreon.com slash downloadablezebras. For $3 a month, you'll get bonus shows and access to the special patrons-only section of our Discord. Thanks for listening.